Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, y'all. Hey, welcome back to Such a Lady, and I'm your host, Siobhan. Thanks for tuning in. If this is your first time checking us out. Thank you for giving us your time. Hopefully, you know, you won't be disappointed. I know that today's episode, well, the one that I'm going to tell y'all about is <laughs> crazy. I say that about all of them. Do y'all notice that? But I don't know if y'all are like me when I'm in a relationship, I feel like I don't care if I'm almost 40. If I get in a relationship and I meet somebody, I need for you to not have a past before me like (laughs) like I am the best thing that you will ever have you've been waiting on me for forever and you've been sitting at home waiting on me so you don't have a past so that's just what it is but (laughs) unfortunately we know that that's not the case and in this um in this story that was crazy because a lot of things happen from the past. So it let's just get into it. Okay, so we have Patrick Warren and his wife Kelly Warren. And they of course, you know, everybody always says, you know, they were the perfect family and everybody just loved them and everybody wanted to be like them and blah blah blah. That's that's what they said. You know, that's what they always say. They had three kids and I mean, you know, like everybody said, they they just loved on each other. It was the perfect family. Well, one day, I guess they get a knock at the door at the door, and it is Patrick's long lost daughter. He had her before he got married to Kelly. Like I said, I don't need for you to have a past. You don't have one. <laughs> but she comes and she's like, Hey, listen, I'm here and I don't know if maybe she had got into it with her mom. I couldn't really find that out. I did try it, but I'm assuming something had to have happened for her to come and stay with them after all these years. Um, it assumed that Kelly knew that he had a daughter, but she didn't, you know, she really wasn't a big part of their lives. It was kind of like they had their family and it didn't include Andrea. Well, Andrea pops up on the scene and when she gets there, she decides, you know what, and I can only think that she's like, okay, so I'm over here in this broken home and I'm living with my mom who's not with my dad, but here you are taking care of your three kids and you have a wife and you didn't come make sure that I was a part of this life. I don't know, but I'm just assuming that's what she was thinking because she started acting a fool from the time she walked through the door. She was like telling Patrick one thing and then telling her stepmom another thing. And it was causing them to get into these fights. And then the fights would escalate. At one time, the fight um, the fight between her dad and her stepmom got so bad that her dad ended up slapping um, Kelly in the face. And Kelly was like, you know what? Not only did your daughter just pop up here, not only is she causing a scene, we're arguing all the time and you hit me no that's what we're not gonna do so she packed up the kids and they went to go stay with um her sister for a couple of weeks 
Well, you know, Patrick, he wanted his family to work. So he went and he got counseling. But he also wanted to keep his daughter Andrea there. He did, I guess, maybe he felt like I had failed her before and I don't want to fail her again. So he was very determined to get his family back. But he also wanted to make sure that Andrea felt like she was a part of the family. But she really didn't want to. Like, she just had this built-up resentment. And although she hated everybody in the house, I think she hated her dad more because she would tell her, uh, you know, her half-sister um, that she was going to kill him. She wished that he was dead. And then one day she just woke up in the middle of the night. Well, she woke everybody else up in the middle of the night screaming saying that um, her dad had sexually molested her and called the police. Well, the police come, they go pick up Patrick because he's not even at home when this happened. He's at work. So they go pick him up and they take him to jail because, of course, that's something serious. So Patrick's in jail and Kelly's like, listen, that's it. That's the last straw. You better call Tyrone. You better call him, tell him to come on and help you get your <laughs> y'all listen y'all know the song so she told him to, she told her to call tyrone and apparently she did she might not have called tyrone she might have called tasha i don't know who she called but she called somebody and they came and they got her and she went back on the next thing smoking back to where she came from and so the family felt like okay well and i mean i know it sucks to say this but they were kind of like okay well let's get back to our regularly scheduled program because she was like really setting it off over here like she like opened up a can of worms that we have to you know put back in and so they started working on getting their family back together well you know things are going well everybody's getting along and then kelly patrick's wife hits him with a plot twist she's like hey listen um when i was 15 i had a daughter and i gave her up for adoption and she recently reached out to me and I've been in contact with her and I think she reached out to me because she's pregnant with twins and she wants me to be a part of their lives so the kids are like what again like we just got rid of a crazy a crazy sibling we got another one and so um but of course, you know, they, they, they were, they were like, listen, we're excited. We're going to be, you know, she, they, they had one daughter and two sons. So they were like, okay, well, look, we're going to be aunts and uncles. And they couldn't wait to meet her. Well, because she was pregnant with twins, she was considered high risk. So Kelly went to go visit her in Virginia, but the family couldn't come. So when she went to go visit her in Virginia, she comes back and she's like, listen, um, I know that this is asking for a lot. This is her talking to her husband, Patrick. She's like, I know I'm asking for a lot, but it's really bad where she stays at. Like, it's her and her fiance, and they don't have much of anything. Is it possible that maybe, you know, we could move them down here? Because I don't want my grandchildren to be in that environment. And I think maybe... You know, Patrick, was he loved Kelly. And then on, on top of that, he was like, you put up with my mess with Andrea. So, you know, yeah, we can make it happen. So the, they had a trailer across the street from the trailer that they had. They owned that trailer. So they had some tenants in it that were getting ready to move out. And so, you know, Patrick and Kelly came up with the idea that, you know, 
um, her daughter Missy, once she had the babies, she could come and stay in that trailer right across the street. I mean, what better way to be around your, you know, grandkids all the time. But until she was able to give birth to the children, she couldn't leave. So Kelly had her fiance, Jonathan, come down, you know, and sometimes people do that. You'll have one person come down and get things ready. You know, you don't want to just move and not have anything ready. Plus, you're going to be moving with twins. So the thing was, she would have him come down here. He would get a job, start working. Once he started working, he would be able to, you know, get the house fixed up. So when Missy came down down there with the twins, everything would be good and comfortable for her. And so that's basically what Kelly was thinking about. And Patrick was on board. When Jonathan got down there, he stayed on the couch with them for a couple of nights until they got the place cleaned up from the last tenants that lived there. But Patrick got him a job where he was working at. The kids were excited. It was like they had a older, big, big brother. And so he was like taking them to school and hanging out with them. So it wasn't like the situation with Andrea where she came in and she was just starting a whole bunch of drama. He came in and he was actually helping. And so once the the house got cleaned up, he moved in. And now, so he's working with Patrick at his job. And on top of that, you know, he's getting the house ready for his fiance and their kids to come down. And Kelly's going over there like every day, like they're fixing the house up. They have a um, a room for the twins. And so they're telling everybody and everybody's sending money. The Jonathan's family sends down some cribs. So they have two cribs in there. They have boatloads of clothes like you can look it up if you want to, but those twins were going to be set when they came. And so Kelly started buying stuff, not for the twins, but for the house, like a TV and things of that nature. She just wanted them to be comfortable. I think maybe she was trying to make up for the time that she wasn't there when she had given her daughter up for adoption. Maybe that's what I said. Maybe I don't know. I don't know what was going through her mind, but she started spending a lot of time over to the house with um, her future son-in-law and it started causing friction between her and her husband because he's like listen I know you're trying to get this house ready for your daughter but you have kids at home you have a husband at home and she was just like okay I know but I'm taking her home and then I'm going over here to do what I have to do like you're get off my back but all of a sudden the neighbors started talking and they're like um she's really close to her son-in-law like it's, it seems like it's kind of odd issue because at this time Kelly's like 34 her son-in-law her future son-in-law is 19 so if Kelly was messing with him she was pulling a Stella and she was trying to get her groove back but of course Kelly said she wasn't doing that she said she was just making sure things were going to be in order so you know her husband Patrick is like well that's fine when is the your daughter gonna be here when is Missy gonna be here and she was just like she's coming like she just had the babies there in you know NICU and um Jonathan couldn't go back to see his fiance in the newborn babies because he had just started his job and so Kelly said that she was going to go visit them. So she went down there and she um, took pictures and she posted the pictures on her Facebook page. Her daughter posted pictures on her Facebook page. And so they were just ready for the um, 
babies to get healthy and enough to travel so that they can come to their new home. Well, one day, Patrick and Kelly get into it because Patrick is still pissed. He's like, listen, I mean, you're doing too much. Like, (laughs) you need to simmer down. That's what you need to do. And Kelly's like, say it again. And so he's like, you need to simmer down. And so uh, they get into it and Patrick grabs Kelly by the arm. Well, she calls the police. And now, listen, Patrick, keep going to jail. Like, I'm just saying, like, every... I try to keep the police out of my business, but apparently these folks, they call the police for everything. So Patrick goes to jail again. Now, while he's in jail, I guess Kelly's like, I'm done. I don't got time for this. Like, you're not going to keep putting your hands on me. You don't know me like that. I will kill you. So she packs up her stuff and she moves across the street to the trailer with her son-in-law. Now, mind you, she don't take the kids with her. She just take herself. The kids are still at home the three kids and they chilling like they bachelors at home because the dad is still in jail now um one of the kids calls the dad's sister and is like hey Amy, we ain't got no food over here and Annie's like what do you mean and she's like why where's your mom at and they're like she moved out she's staying across the street with jonathan and the Annie is pissed like my brother's in jail and you across the street over here at Jonathan's house what's and your kids is calling me asking me for food like something's not sounding right so she calls Kelly and she's like Kelly listen what's up I need I need for you to tell me because I'm confused and it's not making sense like make it make sense well <laughs> Kelly's like listen I take the kids to school I drop the kids off like I, I I'm just sick of being a mama like it's a lot going on right now and I just need my space and so the sister-in-law hangs up the phone and she immediately goes over to the trailer. Now, when she goes over to the trailer, she ain't knocking. She ain't asking no questions. She just walks in. When she walks in, she says that she sees Jonathan and Kelly laid up on the couch together. Cuddled up. Booed up. Okay? Right. And so, when she comes in, Jonathan hurry ups and jumps up and she's like, what the hell is going on here? Like, you have a whole family across the street at the trailer park um why are you not what 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 what's going on and kelly's like listen I, I i told you i'm just sick of being a mom and she's like well you don't get that option like you don't get to stop being a mom just because you don't feel like it anymore you need to get your stuff together and you need to get your hot pants back on and get back across the street and so kelly's like yeah i'll do it i'll do it well she doesn't so Patrick finally gets out of jail and he goes home and Kelly's not coming home. She's like, no, I'm not. So imagine him having to see his wife across the street with this guy who now at this point, he knows that something's going on because I'm sure his sister told him. But then to add insult to injury, one day he's at work and I told y'all that he got the job for Jonathan anyway when he came down there. He's at work and Jonathan sends him a text message saying, hey, I'm at home having sex with your wife. I'm like, dude, like you couldn't have just kept that to yourself. Like, where's your baby's mama and these twins? You out here being for these streets and you got some twins in the hospital that you need to be taken care of. If you can't get off work to go see them, then you need to not be at home having sex with your mother-in-law. But that ain't my business. So I'm just going to keep going on with the story. So um 
Kelly starts using, maxing out their credit cards. She's buying Jonathan a car. She's buying him new clothes. Like Jonathan got a job, but Jonathan ain't got no worries because Kelly's taking care of him and she's letting it be known. And so I'm pretty sure because it is a small community. I mean, usually with trailer parks, you know, everybody kind of knows everybody. So these people are seeing her come and go every day, but she's not coming and going into the house that she's been going into all these years. She's coming and going into this house with her future son-in-law and it's getting kind of crazy. And so one day, um, one of the kids comes outside because they're having a get together and everybody's outside hanging out. Everybody except for Kelly and Jonathan, they're in the house chilling. And so, um, Patrick's outside and their kids are outside all except for one, the youngest son. He's in the house with his mom and her new boo. And, uh, he runs outside and he's crying and his dad is like, why are you crying? And he's like, because I was in there with mom and Jonathan. And, and she told us that she told me that I needed to go outside and play because they wanted to watch a grown up movie. So, um, Patrick's like, what the hell? Like he's pissed now. And mind you, he had been drinking and he tells his daughter, you need to go and get your mama before I have to get your mama. And she's like, what, 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 what does she do? Because she doesn't know what the son just told his dad. So he's just like, you need to go talk to your mom. So she goes over there anticipating to talk to her mom. But before she can get over there, Patrick goes to the house and I guess I don't know if he's going to the house because he's so pissed off. He's trying to get his mind together. I don't know. But the daughter goes over there and she's like, mom, what's going on? So they're outside talking. Well, Patrick comes up and he shoots Kelly. He shoots her in the abdomen. Now their uh, middle son tries to, at this time he's 15. He tries to tackle his dad because even though, you know, your mama's doing wrong, you don't want to see your mama get shot. So he tries to tackle his dad so that he doesn't shoot the mom again. And also he doesn't hurt anybody else. Well, when he tries to tackle him, the gun goes off and it shoots Patrick. And then it goes through Patrick to the son. So the son is on the ground now at this point. So the mom has been shot. She went in the house to take cover and she's closed the door. And the son is laying down on the ground and he's shot. So he's calling 911 and he's like, please come help me because I've been shot. Well, Patrick gets up because at this time, nobody's holding him down. Well, he goes to the house, well, the trailer park that he owns with his wife. And he's trying to get in, but he can't get in. So he just starts shooting at the door, just shooting. It's about seven shots that they say that he shot into this door. Well, after the seventh shot, he kicks the door in. Well, guess who was behind the door? Jonathan. So Jonathan was behind the door trying to stop him from coming in. And all the time that he was shooting, he was shooting Jonathan. So at this time, Jonathan is not stopping him from getting in. So he goes in and he sees his wife on the floor and she's crawling. She's trying to get away from him. But he goes up and he shoots her two more times. So he shoots her three times, kills her. Jonathan is dead. His son is laying down in the ground outside because he's been shot. And then he goes back across the street to their home. And then he, I guess he tries to commit suicide, but somebody stopped him. Well, he puts the gun down and then he waits for the police to come. So the police come. 
they take him to the hospital. They take his son to the hospital. His son doesn't die, thank God. Patrick doesn't die. The wife does die, and Jonathan dies. And so they charge him with murder because they died. Well, I thought that it would be like a crime of passion thing, but come to find out, Patrick had purchased this gun like six days before this happened. So he knew that something was going to happen. I don't think he knew when it was going to happen. I knew, I think that he got the gun because he was getting fed up. And I'm not saying that that's okay what he did, but I'm saying to have to see that in your face is crazy. So you bring this lone lost daughter back in our lives and then you start sleeping with her fiance and I have to see this and you're spending my money to take care of him. So, I mean, I could see where his mind, he just wasn't in the right space. And then also he was on medication. He, this man had been to jail. Every time somebody gets sick, they, they fed up, they calling the police on him. So, you know, he, he probably had a lot on his mind. So I'm not, again, like I'm saying, I'm not saying it's okay, but I, I'm saying that I thought that maybe he would have been charged with the crime of passion, but he was actually charged with um, two counts of premeditated murder and they were trying to give him the death penalty but they ended up I guess um, a certain amount of jurors have to agree for the death penalty and they all didn't agree for it so he just got life in prison but here's the kicker of it during the trial they were trying to find well actually not forget this during the funeral they were trying to find Kelly's daughter Missy so she could come down you know she's they put her on the obituary so she could come down and see her mom and then also mourn her her fiance's and the children's daddy that just died too well guess what they couldn't find her and then after Patrick goes to trial because they offer him a plea deal but he he declines it so he's just gonna take his chance in court but while they're investigating everything they're trying to find Missy so that they can use her as like a witness. Like, did you know that your mom was sleeping with your fiance? But they can't find her. The Facebook page that she was posting from, it comes back that they were posting it. Patrick and um, I'm sorry, Jonathan and Kelly were posting it from their own computer. And they were just going online, finding pictures of twins. And they were putting those pictures online so apparently there was never ever a daughter i don't know how kelly and jonathan met but they definitely did not meet because she had a long lost daughter that she gave up for adoption so i'm thinking that she met him and maybe she was pissed off because of all the chaos that andrea had called or caused or maybe she was just tired of being in her marriage maybe you know enough was enough maybe she wanted to get her groove back i don't know what but Sis had time on her hands because to sit there and think about that and have these people sending sending money and who's putting a crib together? Let me tell you what I'm not going to do. I'm not going to put one crib together, but two cribs for fake babies that don't exist. And then we taking pictures and putting clothes and stuff like, like you talking about a lot of time, like you got a lot of time on your hands. And so it, it is crazy because like I said, you know, you don't think when you're happily married and you have this perfect family that you know your past can come up and bite you in the butt like that. But in this situation, it wasn't even their past. She just 
met this guy that was 19 and decided she wanted to take care of him. And the only way she could do it was to lie about having a missing daughter. Crazy, right? Listen, when I was listening to the story, I was like, what? And then when I went to research it, I was like, man, you've got to be kidding me. And so now the children don't really have parents because the dad is in jail for the rest of his life and the mom is gone. So, hey, crazy story, right? But tell me what you think about it. You can meet me over at our Instagram page at Such a Lady 30. Tell me if you think that Patrick shouldn't have gotten life. If you think maybe like I think that it should have been like a crime of passion, or do you think that he deserved everything he got? Um, I would love to hear from you, and I just thank you for tuning in. I cannot wait to see you all next week for another episode of Such a Lady. Don't forget to meet me over there and don't forget to like and um, like our Instagram page and make sure you like us here so that we know that you're tuned in. Thanks and we'll catch you later.